Hey guys, Dr. Ben here. Welcome to a power pack brokerpreneur bite. Get ready to dive into proven strategies for recruiting top talent, retaining your best agents, and skyrocketing sales in the next 10 minutes. I'm your host, of course, Dr. Ben Spears, along with our real estate guru, Matt Vai. Join us as we unravel the secrets to take your brokerage to new heights. Let's dive in. Being the ambassador of flow, I'm going to keep this podcast flowing smoothly from, from this point on, guys. And, nice. and guys, here's the thing. We want you to stay on this podcast. We want you to listen to the whole thing. We don't want you to leave. And that's because that's what we're talking about today. You go on, you go on vacation. You just feel like, well, if I leave, if I go on vacation, all my agents are going to leave yeah. or, or other circumstances, of course. But that's the most famous one. Right. I can't not be in the office. All my agents will leave. Right. We're going to talk, we're going to talk about why an agent would leave the things that you can control and the things that you can do to, to, to increase your retention and, and keep the agents that, that you want to. Recruiting and re-recruiting. Recruiting and re-recruiting. Uh, before, before I dive into the first topic, Matt, do you have anything that you want to add or you just want me to get right into it? Yeah. Let, let's talk about, let's eliminate a couple of things. Okay. Yep. And so what I mean by that is let's take out some that, that I'm not going to say that you don't have some sway over as a manager, broker owner, because you do, you're going to have, you're going to have a little bit of sway over them some, but not a whole lot. So somebody moving as an example, let me dig right into it. If somebody's moving or if they have a, a big life change, there's sometimes, sometimes when they get divorced, they get into real estate. And other times when they, when they get divorced, they get out of real estate, right? So there's a lot of different things that make up, make those happen. So those kind of changes we're not going to talk about, right? The other one we're not going to talk about because we put so much time in on this one is commission split versus value, right? There's three main reasons why, or, or three main reasons or three main ways how an agent can make more dollars, put more in their pocket and commission split is only one of them. We beat yep. a dead horse with that. I'm, I'm not interested in, in talking in that one. It, it absolutely is an impact. That's a factor, but it's not the only reason. Okay. Right. When somebody says I'm leaving because of commission split, you need to take a close look at all the things that we're about to talk about and see if there was a compounded effect, not just the commission split. Okay? Yeah. It's very rare, honestly, that um, they may say commission split, right? If you had a survey and you said, why are you leaving? They're like commission split. Right. It's easy. It's the easy choice. That's exactly right. right. Uh, but it's very rare that's truly what's un the underlying cause of why they, they step out the door. So or very rare it's the only one. Oh yeah, exactly. So yeah, guys, let's let's just dive let's just dive into the first one. And so the first one is is that lack of trust, Matt. So how can you know the brokers, the owners out there, how can they say, you know what? All right, what can I do to build more trust in inside my office and with my brand? Right. So a couple of things. So I, so it's not trust is part of it. Absolutely. But whenever you say trust, you also have to take a look at autonomy and yep. you also have to take a look at is, am I an environment that's utilizing me? Do they believe in me enough to let me do certain things? So whenever they talk about trust, it's about utilization of skills. Sometimes a great agent will leave because they want to mentor other people and you never ask them to mentor. Yeah, that's a great point. So that, that's what we're talking about. Do you trust them? Do you show trust in your environment? So how do you recruit with this, right? Because with this fundamentally, SRP is about recruiting, right? So how do you recruit with this? If you have things in place, you need to consistently put those things on display. They cannot be a secret that you do those things. 
Okay. So pay attention to people's social media, right? They're going to say things like, I'm really happy because I helped so-and-so with their first transaction today and stuff like that. Those are things that you need to pick up on. If that's somebody that's on your radar for other things, you need to make sure you pick up on that. And don't just say, hey, I see that you're mentoring other people. You can come over here and mentor. That's stupid. Okay. Don't do that. Yeah. Here's what you need to do. You need to say, hey, I, I noticed in your post that you're really in a situation that other agents in the office trust you foundationally, that's a key part of what we do here. If you ever get to the point where you want to expand that role a little bit, I love that it's, I love that it's based on trust. I'd love to talk to you about how we do that in our company. So now the conversation is about trust. It's not about, Hey, you're mentoring there. Why don't you come over here and mentor? Don't do that. And you're also, you're also cementing that person into your office. And you're talking about what makes your office and not what shiny object is involved in your office because you know what everybody's got shiny freaking objects, right? Yeah. Everybody's got polish okay. them every day. They do. A, a good recruiter is out there polishing on the. <laughs> all right, no, let's just stop at that because I see that going <laughs> going somewhere we don't want to go. Right, all right. So that's a that's how if 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 people are concerned if you think that people leave other offices because there's not as as much trust or underutilization of the agents. Part of your conversation needs to be with those people about your values and how that and how trust plays into those values. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. And, and the same way that you can go to that person and say, hey, I saw that you're having a lot of people come to come and ask you questions about the contractor deals or whatever, and, and you start building trust, reciprocal trust from, with them. It's also a good way to, to, to recognize that person for doing that. And that brings us to our next point, which is a lot of agents will leave because they'll either feel like I'm not appreciated. I'm just a number. And when I do something good or when I do a good job, no, nobody says anything. No gold stars. Exactly. No yeah. smiley faces. No smiley faces. So how do you get the word out? How do you recruit with that? Very poignantly, you have to make sure that you're displaying your gold stars. You have to make sure that you're putting those things out there. Now, just like we talk about all the time, if all an agent does let me liken this to, to something that we hopefully all know shouldn't be happening. So let's say that an agent, uh, the only post that they make on social media is, here's my new listing. Here's what I just sold. Here's my new listing. Here's what I just sold. We talked yeah. to Mark Caputo about that. Yeah. So if that's all that they're doing, you can't do the same thing as a broker because it's going to be just as much of a turnoff. Here's my top listing agent this month. Here's my top selling agent this month. Here's my top this month. Here's my top this month, right? It, it can't be, it can't be that. You have to engage with them, right? Instead of saying that, maybe one month you say, hey guys, really quick, I'm gonna take a one minute video here and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it live on Facebook. You're the top listing agent. You're the top selling agent. I wanna go live really quick and I want you guys to both say, what is the number one tool that you use that my company helps you do? What is that number one tool that helps you become the top agent this month? And then you hold the camera up and you say, hey, guys, I'm here with Betty Sue, who's the top listing agent this month. And I'm here with Jimmy Joe, who's the top selling agent this month. Guys, tell me, how did you achieve that level of success? Oh, the only thing I did is I use this tool. And then, yeah, this is the tool I use. And great, guys. I really appreciate it. And congratulations again. And hit end on the live, right? Yeah. Instead of going... Here's the top listing agent. Here's the top selling agent. Here's the one that sold the most volume. Congratulations to my top 10. Cut that crap yeah. out. Yeah. And you know what another problem with that is, is you have a lot of agents in your office and this can't be like this very famous person. So hopefully everybody knows a little bit about him. It can't be like SpongeBob SquarePants. 
And what I'm what I mean by that is if you go to the Krusty Krab where he's building Krabby Patties and you look on the wall and it says employee of the month, it's going to be like 50 pictures, right? right. I've seen that episode. It's 50 pictures of SpongeBob SquarePants. Right. Your top listing agent, your top selling agent, it's going to be one or two agents like every single month, right? right. But if you've got 50 agents in, the, in your office and you're only giving recognition or appreciation to those top people, yep. every, everyone else is feeling like second best, right? Less, right. less than. Or, or they're not feeling like anything because it yeah. hasn't been facilitated for them to feel that way. They're just like, oh yeah, that's the top agent. They're the ones that, they're the top click. They're the ones that, whatever it is, instead of saying same thing, go live. Hey guys, I'm, I'm here with Jim Bob. And Jim Bob said that the number one tool he used, he just started with us. The number one tool he used was this, and he got a lead off of it. Jim Bob, tell us for just a second about that. Yeah. Or so-and-so, this is their fifth year anniversary with us. This is their fifth year anniversary with us. I love it that you're out, that, that it's your fifth year anniversary. Tell us what the, your, the funniest thing that's ever happened to you on a showing, right? Yeah. Go through something other than just top listing, top selling. Let me point something out here too. This is, this is critical to this part of this, okay? So the average time, I don't remember where I heard the average time on, on real estate agents. The average time on real estate agents, didn't we talk about how long they stayed at a real estate office in one of the podcasts? I think we pulled some stats off of probably real Yeah, trip. we did. I want to say it was right around, it wasn't long, it was right around a year. Yeah. So, so you know, a lot of things we hear recently about, about agents leaving, you know, it's because they're millennials, right? We've heard a bunch in the press and everybody's making fun of millennials and all that kind of stuff. Did you know that millennials are actually staying at jobs longer than their, than the, than their predecessors, the Gen X, the Gen Y? Yeah. It, it went, it, the number jumped from, from in 1983, the average was 3.9 years, something like that. And then in 2018, the average was 5.1 years. So those yeah. people, that, that younger age group that's entering the workplace is who they, is who they compared. Because of course it yeah. wasn't millennials back in the eighties, but that's who they, that's who they compared. They're staying at those jobs longer. So you can't just say, Hey, it's, that's just how millennials are. They're just going to leave. Hey, that's just how baby boomers are. They're just going to leave. That's just how people in this town are. They're just going to leave. That's how this cultural group is. That's how they're going to leave. Yeah. People but, with brown hair, you just can't, right. you know, I don't be in there. Right. That's yeah. right. That's basically so, what you're saying. <laughs> that's right. And that's what people do. They look for the bullcrap excuse because it's easier than taking a real look at what's happening. 